we, I, excuse me, appreciate you all tuning into the For Your Information Party. Greatly appreciate it. Um, happy Women's Month. Um, what else? Uh, also, still Black History Month. Um, and I just hope everyone is doing well mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, financially. I just wish well on everyone because sometimes a lot of people not going to wish you well. So you just got to put it out there and wish everyone well. And hopefully in return, something positive comes your way. Pero, you know, everything happens for a reason. But let's get into it. Um, what has recently happened within society? A lot. Um... A lot of states are starting to remove the, you know, mask mandate. Uh, so y'all be careful out there because it's going to be a lot more stuff occurring because I personally hated the mask because I was just like, oh my goodness, I'm so ready for COVID to be over. But I realized there's just a lot of dirty people in this world. And I really knew that there were dirty people when I went to college because you really see how a lot of people live and it's really just disgusting. And I truly appreciate my mom for instilling in me cleaning, instilling in me cleaning. I think I have a OCD, especially when I'm like in other people's environments or just in an environment where it's just like uncleanly. Cause Listen, sometimes my room be looking like, who shot John in a tornado flew around my room? Most definitely. But I can honestly say that happens because if I'm just overwhelmed or just, I got too much on my mind, I'm not caring what's going on. But I'm never going to get to the point where it's just like clothes all on the floor, bottles all over the room. Never to that point because... I'm a Haitian child. Children of immigrants. We're a different kind of breed. You can't live like that. You can't live like that. It's not good for your mental and it's not good for anybody else around. So, I just know that there's going to be a lot more other stuff going on because people are legit just nasty. And if you don't want to wear a mask... You don't have to wear a mask. If you want to wear a mask, keep wearing your mask. Do as you please. Do what makes you comfortable. And I think that's what this year I'm solidifying. I'm only going to do things that are going to make me comfortable. And I'm not going to explain it to anybody. Because I feel when you need to explain to someone, they're not trying to see it from your point of view. I'm not explaining anything to anybody at this point unless... Is something where let's is unless it's something like they are not a hundred percent familiar with like my personal stuff that's going on, then that's something I would have to explain, like, hey, this is going on, I gotta go to the hospital, things like that, or health-wise, then I'll explain that type of stuff. But anything else that's not like crazy, crazy, there's no need for me to explain. You can figure it out on your own. I'm not comfortable. I'm doing what makes me comfortable. Okay? 
continue to please stay six feet away. Um, also, um, please, maybe because the older I get, the more irritated I get. I get irritated a lot faster these days. But Target is a very soulless, it brings me peace, it brings me happiness. I can't enjoy Target like I used to because that's why I miss the pandemic. When people are afraid to bring their kids outside. I miss that part of COVID. I miss that part. Because now people are bringing their kids back outside. And I got to hear your kids and I got to see them. And it's really hard for me because I just want to walk around, smell candles, look at home decor without hearing, Mommy, I don't want to hear that, you know? It triggers a real desire. And no, I'm so serious. Like, children in stores, anywhere, it just gives me, like, anxiety. It really just, I cannot do it. When I say, like, I don't despise children, but I would prefer not to be around them. I really would. I really would. I really don't like being around kids. I don't. And that's just me. And I, it's something I'm definitely not going to work on. But um, I'm not going to be out here tripping and pushing kids down. Like, no, I would never. But <laughs> I don't like kids. I don't. And I stand firm, ten toes down. I don't like kids. I might get to the point where I tolerate children. But <laughs> right now, I don't like them. Getting to the point of children. Um, Let's get into... Um, this culture right now of people, let, let me say this. I There was this girl on TikTok. I definitely go find it. I'm pretty sure it's in my liked videos, but that's too much because I'm not going to come back and try to edit anything on here. She had made a great point. She was like, people who say they don't want children have a clear understanding that I am selfish. I have a lot I need to unpack before I bring another person into my life versus, you know, the people that um, get pregnant. And this is a paraphrasing because I forgot word for word, but it was more in the sorts of like people who, you know, like go along and just get pregnant and just, you know, have the children or it's planned. A lot of them are just like, you know, I just want a kiss. I want to be a mom. And then you have the people who are, oh, I got pregnant and it was accident, but I'm still going to keep my baby kind of ordeal. And she was just basically saying people who say that I don't want kids are probably going to be better parents than the people who just got pregnant and then boom, here they are with the kid, you know. And I kind of resonate with that because... I see that there are a lot, and I can't say anything because I'm not a mom, but, and mentally right now, I just don't see kids in, like, my future or whatever. Some days I'm like, yo, uh, I'll, it's not baby fever, it's just like, oh my god, that baby is so cute. And I'm pretty sure I told y'all last pod, I was like, I'm gonna have a baby this year because I just, like, felt so weird. And then I was like, mm, I'm a Pisces. 
I shouldn't use the astrology as a characteristic because it shit pisses me off when people do that. But I do have times where I just go solely off of emotions and make decisions, but that's gone. Because then I told you Rihanna was pregnant when I was feeling the same symptoms as her. Crazy. <laughs> no, but maybe I'm the crazy one. It don't matter. But I definitely was just like, hey, I just don't see kids in my future because I am not. And I think, and I think a lot of people are just like, do you think you could take care of the child? Like, is that what you're afraid of? I'm not saying I couldn't take care of a child. People was like, oh, if you have a physical disability, there's. They just don't think you're able to do anything. Bitch, if I wanted to, I'd learn to fly a plane right now. Would I trust me driving a plane? Hell no. And I'm the one driving it. No. But there's nothing that I could do. I just don't want to put myself in a long-term responsibility to get it. Indeed, I have a dog right now. And that girl stresses me out. But I put myself, you know, in that. I decided, like, hey, I'm going to get a dog. At any point in time where I become mentally unwell or unstable to fend for myself or the dog, I have the ability to give that dog, you know, to someone else I feel will better care for her. You know, with a child, it's it's different because you really have to take care of this person. And, and that's the thing. A kid is not just somebody you need to feed, put clothes on their back, and, you know, give them shelter. There is a development that you need to help and guide your child to because eventually your kid is going to get older and be like, yo, my parent was just a regular human being and they were just as messed up as everybody else in the world. And... Indeed, there's no parent that's perfect, but I would want to unpack, like, my trauma, like, my issues before I bring a person into it, because I feel that's so selfish for people to do. A lot of people have children out of selfishness, and that's really what it is. A lot of people have kids because they want that you know, that, what is the word for it? I'm blanking out. But they want that love that's just everlasting that they know that they may not get from a partner. Because your partner can leave you at any time. But a lot of people are like, my kid is always going to love me. And so a lot of people have children, you know, for those reasons. And, and then there's just some people who um, have children and use a child to hurt their partner which is horrible and I just will not I can't right now I could not I want to be mentally spiritually financially available for my child I want to be able to be present I want to be able to be calm and have my have patience you know when my kid does something that's like crazy I want to be patient when I see on TikTok like the kids who like spill paint or something all over the room or colored on the walls when I tell you I get nothing but rage 
maybe because it's my childhood is like scared of I'm like damn I'm about to get sent to another country uh but see that's the thing I probably shouldn't have kids because I'm not gonna say I'm up there going tombstone the child but my rage would be so upset where I would just probably walk away and never come back that's me so I would have to work on that because you have to be a great parent when something crazy like that happens because it's like a deep breath and I can't take a deep breath right now. I can't. That's just me. It's something I got to work on. But, you know, I definitely commend people and it's definitely something people need to really think about because just like I said, you not only need to be um, very, 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 thoughtful and just think of long term when you're having a kid just make sure you are you're prepared because you never know what's going to happen that's the most important um but what's the most important thing right now to get into it um i do not know if you guys watch i mean you all watch but um Yesterday was fight night, and I can honestly say it was a good card. It was a great card. I enjoyed that card. I think the matchmakers did a great job with putting some opponents together. Now, I want to say this. Um, matchmakers have to do a lot better when... Because if you know someone is not a good striker... Like, why pair them? Indeed, you're wanting to show, like, hey, this person has flaws in wrestling and grappling, so this person needs to work on it. But that's just a boring fight. I'm going to get up, use the bathroom, put something in the stove. If I know that somebody is a striker and they're paired up with someone who's a a wrestler. Snooze fest. So, it was Jorge Masvidal versus Colby Covington. One, I can care for neither one of them. I don't care for them at all. But they were talking a lot of trash. And that's the thing. You got to talk a lot of trash to sell fights. If you're not talking trash, the fights are not going to sell. So when I tell you, one, I was already tired. I fell asleep. Uh, for the first two rounds. And I didn't realize I fell asleep. And I woke up and I'm like, oh my gosh. And I look, it's the third round. And I said, I should just stay to sleep because this was a boring matchup. I was so bored. Bored, bored, bored. I said, I wasted my time watching that fight. It was horrible. Um, don't do that again, matchmakers. Do not do it again. But I love the UFC because, one, it might just be, I definitely said, it's my American side. I enjoy the violence. I like people getting their ass beat. I love it. I love it. But mixed martial arts is all about the respect and just showing that you really should be able to be versatile in all aspects. You never know. When there will be a grappler, 
a striker, it's just best to be versatile. That's how my Saturday went. But uh, let's get into the topics today because I've been seeing, uh, one, a lot of this, and it's maybe been on just my 40 page, but it's been on my mind as well. But something that's important to me and maybe to a lot of other people is just um, friendships. Because, wait, let me do this. Euphoria. Euphoria. Season finale. One. Okay, spoiler alert. I truly... Um, Ashtray really pissed me off. One thing I don't like about people who don't listen and then are shocked of the outcome. Your ass should have listened when he said just go outside. Because you know you could just... My first thing is I don't know what was going on. He was selling drugs. That's crazy. I'm 15, 14 years old. I was just in the house helping my grandma because she's sick. I can't go to jail because I don't know anything. You're not going to jail, my guy. Go outside. You decided to be big body bands and just take all these guns and just start shooting your way out of this. Sir, you weren't getting out of it. And he is, he's honestly been a real liability for Fez because he solely works off of emotions. You killed two people. You had no business killing anybody. You should have waited for the outcome because every decision you make has a consequence. And look, now your ass is dead because you didn't want to listen. But can we also speak about how Lori has not been brought up, has not been brought up as if Rue does not owe her $10,000. That is what I wanted to talk about. I didn't care about Elliot singing. That meant nothing to me. Nothing at all. I want to see where Lori is going to come up in this because Miss Goody Two-Shoes, you still owe her money. And on top of that, Elliot asking, can we still be friends? Sir, I think you smashed her girlfriend. And are y'all not going to say, hey, I, Jules and I, had relations. Because if we're going to be honest here, you took it upon yourself to say, yo, Jules, Rue is doing drugs, and I'm doing it too. But for some reason, Jules felt the need to still slob on the knob of Elliot as if he was not doing the same drugs Rue was doing. Say less. Say less. And then the whole Maddie and Nate situation, that was, and Cassie, that was ridiculous. One... I definitely feel like Maddie should definitely drag her from hell and back. Because I feel like if you are my friend, I don't care if me and dude was broke up, it's go cold. Do not mess with the guy. You know, put me through a lot. You see me crying over and over to the you about this boy. Don't put me through that. 
She she'll literally do anything. And that's another great point. In regards to friendships, I cannot be around other females who solely only want to talk about boys all the time. Like guys, I can't do that. I cannot. I don't want to talk about boys all day, every day. I can't do it. And I don't want to talk about you slobbing on knob. I don't. We could talk about it for a good hour or two. No biggie. But after that hour or two of conversations, let's move on to another subject. Because don't you aren't you gonna get tired of basically telling on yourself that you seek male validation? You do not feel desirable unless a man is explaining to you that oh you fine, like why are you playing? I'm too old to be doing that. I'm 27. No. Cassie is the type of person who does not mind disrespecting you. Letting you look stupid. Smashing your man. She'll do anything for a man. Point blank, period. Lexi play was great because seeing everything from... It's it's ridiculous. Um, Nate needs to come to terms that... Whatever his sexuality is, he just needs to come to terms with that. Understanding the way society is set up right now. If a guy... It's just messed up. I feel if he... If he's either bi, gay, straight, it doesn't matter. Be who you are. Because your daddy lived in his truth. And indeed... I don't know what was it, but Cal getting arrested, I was just like, oh, damn. He really put his daddy in jail, which I felt he did need to go to He did need to go to jail. The same time I was thinking, I was like, hey, is there some type of legal thing where she lied about, you know, Jules did lie about her age because I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure all his other, you know, relations with people were people that were of age Jules lied about her age I'm still not saying that wasn't right for he still shouldn't go to jail he should go to jail but that right there is crazy because you shouldn't lie and two he shouldn't have been out here doing stuff on a DL he should have just been living in his truth and it's just a lot Euphoria was great. Great, great, great this season. I just wanted to hurry and put that out there. I enjoyed it. I definitely feel that, I think maybe because I don't know anyone in high school, but there are situations that I know of when I was in school that that stuff happened. And now anything drug-related, I'm not too sure of. But there was a lot of girl-boy drama and sexuality stuff. So it does happen. It's a lot. But sorry, I was on um, Lexi's point. So with Lexi's play, I really did enjoy seeing it from her point of view because I'm also like her. I'm an observer. So I'm not going to really put too much opinion and judgment on things because I am observant of what's transpiring. 
I like to see how things are going to unfold. May I give some advice here and there? Indeed. But it is your decision what you want to do. So seeing it from her perspective really did help because she didn't pass judgment on anyone. She was just always there for everyone. And that's the type of friend you need that's just going to be like, sometimes you need a friend like this, like, all right, if you want to do coke, I'm not going to say not do it because you're going to do whatever you want. But, okay, no, there's consequences to every action. Continue on, which was so nice to see. And then especially like her background with her her family, her dad especially. And, you know, she's always trying to heal people and taking on other people's issues. And it just affects her. So... I definitely felt her play was great, and I'm so sad she didn't get the note from Fez because I definitely felt that that would have been cute. What really pissed me off was Faye Big Lip Ass. You should have said something from the jump. When he pulled your big big lip ass in that alley, you should have said, yo, homeboy's about to snitch. Just give me a heads up. Because they should have, they could have deaded that situation from the jump. Instead, you want to sit there, oh, I didn't know anything was happening until the last minute. All of this could have been avoided if you would have said something. All of it. It really made me upset. Really made me upset. Uh, but, let's move forward to what we're really talking about today. Um, that Today is about... Bless me, I had to sneeze. This is authentic, so you know I did sneeze. Um, About just um, friendship and just growing as people. I think... I think for me personally, I've always liked being around... Just fun, go with the flow, creative people, because I do need creative people around me because that's how you bounce ideas off of each other and like really just like know what you want and like helps your craft. Creative people need to be around other creative people. I say that. Um, I think the older you get, let's say this, because you definitely have. Actually, let me tell you the main story about this. Rewind. Because, you know, I, I have a big head and my brain's all over the place. But I had a friend at the time we were really close when we were younger. Um, you know, something traumatic, just tragic happened when we were, I want to say, in was in sixth or seventh grade. And it takes a toll on you as a person and just the family. And, like, since then, we haven't talked because it's just really just... For me, it's hard for me to deal with, like, death and how to see people after certain things. Like, I don't know how to, I don't know, I just don't know how to talk to people. Like, grieving is not my thing. I don't know. It's definitely something. But we were still, you know, talking and seeing each other all the time after that situation happened and I want to say when I went to college, actually, I might have been in, I think I was in high school when it happened. I'm not sure. 
middle school going into high school. I think when I went off to college, you know, it kind of got more distant because, you know, I'm in another state at college. I'm not too far away from home, but I'm not seeing you as frequently as I used to. And just a whole bunch of other family dynamic things happen. So, you know, we just didn't talk for some years. There was no fallout, no beef or anything like that. And so I saw a parent, I saw her dad, and I was like, yo, like, like, what's her number? Because I don't get on Facebook like that. Because I'm like, I definitely want to, like, catch up. And so I, like, texted her the same day. And was like, yo, like, what's up? Miss you so much. Like, how's everything? How you been? The usual. See how you doing. And it was like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, dude, like, are you still in Kansas City? Like, if you're here, like, we definitely got to, like, like, get coffee or go out to eat or something just, like, to see each other. Because, like, I really, like, want to just, like, see you face to face. Baby, when I said I didn't get a message back, I didn't get a message back. And so I didn't respond back or anything. And it's probably been it's probably been a month now. I didn't say anything. And what it's taking for me to realize is that some people just don't want to be bothered. And I understand life happens. Some people are just busy. I get that. I totally understand. But I do feel like if someone says, like for me, like if I reach out to people, I definitely say this. I'm sensitive to a very thin point. When I reach out to people and I genuinely want to see you and I want to hang out with you, I want to, I want us to be in one another's presence and my energy is at 5,000, like I'm like so happy and excited and I get an energy that's zero or it's like, oh, I can't do this. That's the last time I'm ever going to ask to see again. That's it. Am I butthurt? Yes, because I feel you can either say like, oh, I'm busy or you got things going on. That's not the issue, you know. I'd be like, oh, cool, but, like, let me know whenever you do have time. Like, I feel like we should definitely catch up. You don't respond. My feelings is hurt. My feelings are hurt. Because I feel like as adults that have access to telephones, you have the ability to communicate and say, like, hey, I I don't want to see you or, hey, this is going on right now. That's fine. That is fine. But one thing I have, especially starting this year, I'm starting to do is I'm not being the person that reaches out first anymore because I realize, especially if I go back through a lot of my text messages, I'm always a person initiating a lot of things with people. And it's always me like, let's do this. Like, let, let's do something. You know, I want to see you because I really believe that time on earth is so limited and the moments that you have with people need to be cherished so for me I'm definitely I'm I'm the type of person like when I say I want to spend time with you it's because I want to spend time with you 
I am an empath. I like to connect. I like to be with my people. I mean, like, with people, like, you know, if I generally mess with you, like, I have no problem, like, taking time of my day to, like, be with you. But I've stopped doing that because the energy has not been reciprocated. And not too many people are going to reach out to you all the time, like, to check on you. People are not. Like, you can go a whole year without somebody ever reaching out and checking up on you. But you can reach out 15 times and they'll be like, I appreciate it and everything. It's like... Well, do you? Because one thing for me is it's very important that I feel that it's a two-way street. It has to be two-way. There's no such thing as a friendship or relationship that should be one-sided. Because if everything is one-sided, especially for me, I fall back in a, in a quickness. When I peep the energy is different and I don't like somebody, I don't like the way somebody is moving... I'm going to fall back. And when I fall back, I fall back to the point where I'm not sending out messages. I might text you every once in a while, send you a little TikTok video, but it's not going to be something in-depth. From now on, everything is going to be a surface-level interaction because the energy that I was putting out there was not being reciprocated. And that's why I tell people your words and your actions, what you do to people, has an effect on them. So do right, and if you do not mean to do things to people, rectify immediately. Because you never know when it's the last time you're going to see somebody. I'll tell you that. So that whole situation really brought me to the point where I was just like, sometimes you really just got to leave people, you know, kind of that last place where y'all had that moment. Just kind of leave it there. Some people just don't want to be bothered. And that is perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. You shouldn't pressure anyone to doing anything you want to do. Learn that. But I also think it's important understanding like the levels of friendship. Because there are levels of friendship. You have friends that you travel and do everything with. Tell everything about. I'm talking about tell your business. The whole nine. Everything. A through Z. You have those type of friends. Those are like your friends become family. And like everybody in your family knows them. Like in, because they that's how much of a great impact they had on your life. And then you have friends where it is a surfaced. And the conversations are never too in-depth. And you never reveal personal information because it can go elsewhere. So it's surfaced. It's never in-depth. It's never deep. And then you just have uh, acquaintances, friends that you all have mutual friends. You have a mutual friend with, and that's what a lot of people have. And so you really have to sit back and start to, especially this year with a lot going on, you really have to sit back and like rethink your position in certain people's lives because... You may think you're very important to them, but vice versa, it's not. And my friend told me last year was a lot going on, and I did a lot for somebody. Knowing damn well I was broke. Broke my damn pockets for this person. Mind you, we don't even talk no more. You would have thought we had some internal beef. No beef at all. 
and crazy. And when I think about it, I wish I had a tiny machine. I want to go back and say no to when I got asked that question. Because if I knew what it would turn out to be, I would have said no. Because I feel like when it's something such so important as that, you need to think long term. Like, yo, is this... It's just crazy. For me, it's crazy. And my friend had told me, well, do you feel like if the roles were reversed, like this person would do the same for you? And immediately I said, no. And I said, damn, that's because I always put other people before me and I need to stop doing that. So I no longer do it. And it may come off, I think, have I always been an asshole? Yes. But I think right now, my assholeness is probably at a six. And I think it's because I'm starting to realize like the things you'll do for people. Like I'm talking about go out your way, spend money, money, spend time, time. Uh when like when roles are reversed. You're going to get the bare fucking minimum. And you sometimes you have to like really assess that with certain people when they ask you to do things. And that's what it is. And so right now I'm starting to learn to say like no. Because I'm definitely I'm definitely the type of person with not everybody though. Some people there's probably only about like three or four people that could be like Yo, do you want to do something? And I immediately would say, like, yes. And those individuals know who they are. They are the ones that I'm like, yeah, I'm going down. Unless, like, financially I cannot do it or, like, I already have something booked and planned that I need to do. But those individuals, they know. They ask me. I'm saying, like, yes without any hesitation. Or they'll know why, why I'm saying no. But it's very important that... You just understand where you are in people's life because you really think you're important to some people. And to be honest, you're really not. And it's a quote from a Nicki Minaj song. What is she saying? Some people will support you when it's beneficial. And that is very true. When you bring a certain je ne sais quoi around, that's when that person will need you. If you always providing money, that's when that person will meet you. But if you have stuff going on, like if you start a little side business or a hustle or you put a book out, because like when my cousin put her book out, I instantly bought it. And the thing is, I'm really big on support. And that's why I think me personally, like my friend group is just really small and we all support each other like one way or another and my thing is it's if somebody has a product out you don't necessarily have to buy it you posting it every other day every single day is enough because somebody's gonna see it and be like oh let me buy it and then it's an effect because social media has a great way of getting products pushed out there that's one way you're able to support but there's some people just won't just not support you at all and you have to understand that there's people that's just not gonna do it 
And those are sometimes people you call your real friends, your friend's friends. So, no. And that's why I really wanted to talk on this subject because with the whole Maddie and Cassie situation, Maddie was, you can say Maddie was probably not a great friend to Cassie when it came to like emotionally being there for her. But Cassie don't know how to be emotionally vulnerable. But she still was a great friend there where she talked to her all the time and was there for her. Cassie was never Maddie's friend. When I say never, never. It's always some type of friend that secretly hates you, wants to do everything you do. It's always somebody like that around. And that right there really scares me. I think that's why I'm really nervous every time. I have to meet people because I'm always like, I need to be around you a good 50 times with 25 different people because I've had people that were like just really cool. And I want to say this is like all like high school, middle school stuff because as an adult, I really just like don't socialize with people at all. Because I've just seen how shady people have been in the past. I've just like been like, I'm good. I'm straight when it comes to being friends with a lot of humans. But people will be just like really cool with you in your face. And then when certain people come around, they have a different face they put on. And I'm just like, damn. It's definitely those people who... And I probably didn't, I'm like, but I do it in, like, a fun way. Like, you know, you pester your friends. Be like, girl, what is you doing? What you got on? But I think now I'm at that point where I'm just like, oh, I can now see how it can hurt somebody's feeling when you are, oh, excuse me, when you are kind of just always, you know, being a joke. Not being a joke, but... It's not in a mean mouth, so it's just like, now why would you go and get this damn skirt? Like, things like that. More of just surface. Like, you know better to put that wig in your head. Things like that. Those type of things. Because I personally just... Sorry. I had to pause right quick. I do some <laughs> reevaluations. Pero, um, that is mainly it. I think it's just really important to, I value everyone. I, I'm working on getting better with my words because I do not say I love you too much and I probably should start saying that. It feels like I'm saying some very vile, nasty curse words when I say it. I don't know what, <laughs> but I feel it on the inside. With the L word. And look, that's probably something I need to go to therapy and work on. Okay, working on it. But my homies know who they are, you know? Um, tell people you love them, um, acknowledge people, and just be happy that there are people who just like love you. And the most important thing is. It's not how many friends you have, it's how many lives you impact. And I just want to make sure I impact everyone's life in at least a positive way. 
I hopefully never have. It's probably a few people I got some negative ending friendships with, but I can definitely say I was not the cause. I wasn't the cause. I wasn't the cause. I wasn't the cause. Because one, it takes me, it takes me a minute to get mad. It takes me a minute. I really tried to stay in a, a zen mode because I, I don't like getting upset because I have so much bodily emotions, which are not good for you, that I know how like lethal my mouth can get. And I know if I get upset, I start shaking because I hate confrontation. I hate it. Because if I do decide to get confrontational, I'm probably going to go to jail. I probably am. And I'm going to warn my daddy, like, get the bail money ready because I'm going to jail. This person is not seeing their loved ones tonight. And I guarantee you. I don't like confrontation. I hate it. I hate getting... That's what, like, now, I don't get upset too much. I don't get mad. I don't. Well, I get upset, yes. Upset is different from mad. I don't get mad. I might get so mad, like, damn, I lost my debit card or something. Like, damn. But, like, letting another person control my anger, it's not going to happen. It's not. It's not. It's not. So that is really all to discuss because I think euphoria really makes you, indeed it's about high schoolers, but it really makes you question a lot of things that are going on in your life right now, especially as an adult. I think right now for me, I'm pushing 30 and indeed I like to work on career-wise, developing myself personally really just getting me together so I'm not in like a mental mindset mental space where I'm like I'm like trying to be in a relationship with anybody any guys but like that any guys because I'm not gonna lie I'm really selfish not like selfish where like I'm stingy with money and things like that but emotionally I'm selfish I don't like my emotions being utilized. I prefer to keep my emotions to my damn self. I'm not trying to share that shit. I'm not. Only thing I'd like to share, put hair behind uh, earlobe. Um, I mean, put hair behind the ear is share some food, okay? That's all I'm trying to do with somebody's son is share some food. Split a, I don't even want to split a bill. Buy me some sushi. Buy me some shrimp mac and cheese. That's all I'm trying to do is I'm just trying to eat. I just want to go out, eat, have some sex on the beaches. And just that's it. Is that hard to ask? It's for a meal and some drinks? Crazy. But that is all. I definitely need to go to... um. Target and buy some more alcohol. I'm trying to decide if I am an alcoholic. This is not funny, but I can go with alcohol. Do I like alcohol? I do. I like wine. I love wine. That's it. I enjoy wine. 
Now, is it something I would prefer to have every day? Yes. It is. Because if y'all look at gas prices right now and the cost of living life is crazy. I went to Walmart the other day, the neighborhood Walmart, because I do not like going to super, the super Walmart. Can't tell, but I bought, you know, like maybe 10, 11 items. Why is it $70? I almost lost, I said $70. You've got to be shitting me. I said, I need food stamps. I need government assistance. Because one, the cost of living in general, between having my car and me being a material girl, it's hard to live, you know? Because deep down, I should be an altar right now. Walking around, putting stuff in my cart have no business doing I should be in Ulta I should be in Sephora but I have restraint because the money I spend in Ulta should be going in my gas tank that's how bad it is right now and any of you any of y'all blaming Biden you voted for Biden that's why guys prices are so high I'm blaming every president that had anything to do with life all presidents all of y'all taking blame okay everybody congress all of y'all oil companies gas companies everybody fill up 66 everybody has to be blamed for it not one person has the ability to make gas prices because everybody talking about man when clinton was president baby clinton had nothing to do with gas prices if we're being honest, Clinton had nothing to do with gas prices. The cost of living back then was not very much. Indeed, I didn't have nothing to do with society at that point, but it did not cost that much. So let's get the facts together. If you really want to be a material girl, you need to have material girl money. You went out and bought a car that you knew was going to eat like a fat child. And now he eat, and then now you upset. I'm upset too. My renegade usually used to be twenty dollars, the max twenty five, because you know I'm a material girl, and I'm like my windows down, AC all the time, AC all day every day. And now, Robin, my car, thirty three dollars. When I said that, when I saw that, when I tell you I almost passed out, I passed out. Because I said $33, I could have bought some Fenty with that. $33 in my tank, I could have went to Chipotle and got something. The $33 that I put in my tank, I could have went to Chick-fil-A. The $33 that I put in my tank, I could have been in Target looking at unnecessary items to put in my room. Life right now is not doing what it needs to do. So everybody just needs to be nice and kind. Because right now, I can't hear anything in my right ear. It's been three or four days now. I was washing my hair and I got water in it. And that's why I would, that's why I'm not dirty. I just do, I just try not to wash my hair. 
myself because water's going to get into it. So I do go to someone and wash my hair. And you're like, why don't you wash myself? I have the ability to wash my own hair. But when my hair has always had issues, like since I was a kid. When I get water inside my ear, I can't hear anything. When I tell you I do the whole process and dry my ear out, once I've even tried to pop them myself, no. I get I get the the ointments, nothing. I'm going on day four of hearing the bare minimum. And that's my better ear. My better ear. And it sucks because I work in customer service. And when I'm like trying to listen to people talk, I can't hear a goddamn thing. A Friday, I couldn't hear anything anybody was saying to me. Because only my left ear is working right now. And so I was just like, oh my goodness. And now today, it wanted to start it to hurt. And so I was just like, what we're not going to do is that. And so I was just like, oh, I'm probably going to have to go to urgent care because it's starting to hurt. And the droplets I bought are not doing anything. I can't take it anymore. I can't. I really can't. I'm this close to losing it. But that is today's show. I really do appreciate listeners. I really appreciate people who share my pod. Every day is going to be something different, so we will figure it out as it goes, as it comes. So there's no guarantee this podcast will be like this. Another day will be different. We just never know, but I truly do appreciate all of y'all listening. So um, take care. Be kind, be helpful, be respectful, mind your business, and be nice to one another. Ciao, Bella.